0: for Real-Time Fantasy Sports and welcome to another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's podcast, I'm going to be flying solo to help you get ready for week three of the fantasy football season. But before I get to that, I wanted to mention that there is a King of the Mountain 2 game on our site on Real-Time Fantasy Sports. If you weren't able to sign up for King of the Mountain, the original King of the Mountain game, you can get in King of the Mountain 2 and signups end October 1st. Here's how King of the Mountain works. First of all, it's a $10,000 guaranteed cash prize payout to the winner of King of the Mountain. You can sign up to play King of the Mountain 2 for $9.95, or you can do two entries for $14.95, and signups end October 1st. Here's how it works. You pick one simple lineup each week, one quarterback, one running back, and one wide receiver or tight end. If the team you pick scores better than the worst one-third of teams, you advance that week to the next round. So you need to pick. Your score has to be better than just one-third of the teams that are remaining in the the contest. And you can only pick a player for your team once during the season, though, including the playoffs. So there's plenty of strategy involved with this King of the Mountain game. So go to rtsports.com today and sign up for King of the Mountain 2 for a chance to win $10,000. Again, go to rtsports.com to sign up for King of the Mountain 2. And now here's my Week 3 Fantasy Preview. Before I get to Week 3, I wanted to talk about some buy-low candidates. These are some guys that are off to slow starts and likely on teams that are 0-2 with owners that are panicking. And I think you can get them for a good price. And I also think they're going to rebound going forward and be a help to fantasy teams before the season is out. My first buy-low candidate is quarterback Cam Newton. I know he's off to a terrible start. He's just 22nd and fantasy quarterback scoring and he's missed on some throws he normally makes and now he's without tight end Greg Olson for an extended period which is a concern as well but we saw what Newton did two years ago when he led all of fantasy in quarterback scoring and I think he can carry offenses at times and I think he's just going to get stronger as his shoulder gets stronger and this offense has actually looked pretty good. Newton just missed on some throws early in the season and I think those throws are going to be connected on going forward for him as his shoulder gets better. So I think Newton's a good buy low candidate. A running back I might target is Amir Abdullah. The Lions are obviously committed to the run this year. They have it they have given Abdullah at least fifteen carries each of the first two games, and they have a real commitment to the run this year. And Abdullah showed flashes of good things last week and but his overall numbers aren't very good for fantasy teams just yet. So I think he's a good buy low candidate as that Uh, schedule gets easier for the Lions, so I think Abdul is a good guy I might target for fantasy teams. Another one is Jamison Crowder. He has just seven receptions in two games, and he's yet to top 50 yards, but he hasn't been healthy to start the year, and the Redskins offense has really struggled, but we know this is going to be a pass-first offense, and Crowder's going to get a high volume of targets going forward, as long as he's healthy, so I think he's going to really start to get going in the coming weeks, and I think he's another good guy I might target for fantasy teams. Another receiver I would look at is Dante Moncrief. Again, he's been a product of Andrew Luck being hurt, so his numbers are way down. He has just three receptions to date, but he's been targeted 12 times, so that's encouraging. He has not looked good. He has not looked like he's been on the same page with Jacoby Brissett or Scott Tolzien, so I think when Luck gets back, I think Moncrief's going to get going, and I've even seen him getting dropped in some leagues, so if you have the Roster space, I would go grab Moncrief if he's been dropped or if you can get him for a really cheap price. I think he's another receiver that could get going uh, going forward. And lastly, another buy low candidate I would look at is tight end Jimmy Graham. He's hurt now. He has an ankle injury and he might not play this week. So that's a concern. And he has just four receptions in two games for nine yards, which is pretty amazing uh, considering he has four catches. That's such a low yards per carry yards per reception total that it's pretty astounding. But we saw what he did last year. The Seahawks offense has really struggled to start the year, but they did this a little bit last year and then got going. And Graham was fourth overall in tight end scoring by season's end last year. So I think the potential is definitely there for Graham to get going. And he's another player. I've actually seen him get dropped in a couple of leagues as well, which is surprising considering his track record. So if you want to get a tight end that you think can be a big help the second half of the season, I would really look at getting Graham. I think he could be a big help for fantasy teams down the stretch. And now here's my look at, look at week three of the NFL season. First of all, I want to look at some matchups. There isn't a lot of intriguing, great fantasy matchups on paper this week. There's not a whole lot of games that you look at and say, hey, this is going to be a really high-scoring game. I don't really see that right now, but... Here's a couple ones that intrigue me. Atlanta at Detroit, these are two 2-0 teams going against each other. Uh, The Falcons have struggled to stop the rush this year. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to running backs, so this could be a game where Abdullah gets a workout again and maybe he has that big breakout game against a pretty soft Atlanta front four, so against the run at least. They're very good at getting after the quarterback, but they have struggled at stopping the run. Then on the flip side, the Lions are 20th overall against the pass, so that bodes well for a very good Atlanta passing attack. So this could be a, a bit of a high scoring game with the Lions uh doing a good job on the ground and the Falcons airing it out as usual and posting some big numbers. So that's an intriguing matchup that I'm gonna watch. Another one is the Raiders at Redskins. I think this could be a high scoring game. These are two teams with just so so defenses and some pretty good offenses. The Raiders offense is better than Redskins right now. But the Redskins, we know what they can do when they can get when they get going. And they're at home in this matchup against the Raiders. So I think this could be a high-scoring game. It could be one to target for fantasy teams, uh, getting players on both of these teams in your lineup. And lastly, the Chiefs at the Chargers. The Chiefs are just 26th against the pass to start the year. And the Chargers allow the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So the Chargers have not allowed big yardage numbers this year, but they've struggled in the red zone in preventing the touchdowns. So I think this could be another game that could be high-scoring. This might be the last high-scoring game of the lot that I've looked at. So I think the Chiefs at Chargers are two teams that I would target this week for fantasy owners and get a lot of players in the lineup from both of those teams. Now here's some hot plays for you for this week. One guy I really like is wide receiver Calvin Benjamin. He looked better last week. He had six receptions for 77 yards, and he gets the Saints this week. This is a plum matchup for him. The Saints... They allow the most fantasy points to receivers this year, and they're dead last against the pass, allowing 389 yards per game. And with Greg Olson out of the lineup, as I've mentioned a couple times on this podcast today, I think Benjamin's looking very good this week, and he's going to post big numbers in this matchup. Another guy I would target is Tariq Cohen of the Bears. Uh, He might not be starting. Jordan Howard should be healthy enough to play, but Cohen has been a big-time factor in the passing game, he leads all of running backs and targets this year. And the Steelers, that's who he plays this week, has been a team that has allowed some running backs to post some pretty good reception totals against them. And in this game, you can expect the Bears to be playing from behind against a very good Steelers team on the road. So I think Cohen could get a lot of targets in the passing game. He's been a great dump-off option, option for Mike Glennon. And I think Cohen's going to have another big game. And I think he will outproduce Jordan Howard once again and be a good number two fantasy back for teams this week in week three. Now a couple cold plays for you. I talked about that Saints-Panthers game already. And Drew Brees is a little bit of a concern for me. I know it's very hard to bench Drew Brees. We all know he posts big numbers almost on a weekly basis, especially his yardage totals. He always seems to get the job done when it comes to passing yards, but his touchdowns have been just mediocre for his standards to start the year. He has three touchdowns in two games, and now he goes up against the Panthers, who are second overall against the pass and allow just 137 passing yards per game. So if you have better options this week, I would really consider benching Breeze, but again, it has to be a top option to go to instead of Breeze. I just If you have to go with Breeze, just expect expect mediocre numbers for his standards. He might struggle a little bit in this matchup. Another big-time player I'm scared of this week is Bill's running back, LaShawn McCoy. He had 12 rushes for just 9 yards last week, which is terrible numbers for him. And now he plays the Broncos this week, who completely shut down Ezekiel Elliott last week. So I think McCoy is going to struggle in this matchup. Denver allows just 52 rushing yards per game. Again, McCoy's another guy that's hard to bench, but if you have better options this week, I would really consider them. I think McCoy is going to have a hard time finding room to run against a very good Broncos defense. Now for some sleepers for you. Here's a sleeper at quarterback, Jay Cutler. He looked pretty good in the opener. He had 230 passing yards and a touchdown without an interception, so that's good numbers for Cutler. And now he has a very good matchup against the Jets, who have allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. So I think Cutler's a good play, a good spot play for fantasy teams in this good matchup. Another quarterback I would consider is Deshaun Kaiser. He's been a little shaky his first two weeks, but he's shown flashes. He's been able to run the ball well, and he's pushed the ball downfield at times and made some plays in the passing game. He's just had a couple turnover problems, but he's had some tough matchups as well, and now he gets the Colts. This is a great matchup. Colts are just 28th against the pass. We all know They're well-documented issues on both sides of the ball. They allow 308 passing yards per game. So I think if you're ever going to use Kaiser, I would consider it this week in week three against the Colts. I think he could do very well in this matchup. And I'll stick with this matchup for my last sleeper of the week, and that's Jack Doyle. He was one of the few bright spots for the Colts last week. He had eight receptions for 79 yards. He caught all eight of his targets last week. New starter Jacoby Brissett really looked his way often, and I think this could be the case going forward. As long as Brissett is starting, I think Doyle could do very well. A lot of people had him pegged for a big breakout season, but those uh, high hopes were uh, careened a little bit when luck was hurt. But I think he can still do well with Brissett as starter, as evident by last week. And now he gets the Browns, who allow the second most fantasy points to tight ends this season. So that's very good news for Doyle. I think he'll do very well in this matchup. And that's all I have for week three of the fantasy season. Again, don't forget to check out our site, rtsports.com. Check my weekly rankings out as as well as my columns to help you get ready for the week and our extensive player notes. Go to rtsports.com to check all this out and help you get ready for week three of the NFL fantasy season. This has been Jeff Power for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day.